Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. So welcome to this uh, latest message on our Arena YouTube channel. Whatever time, wherever you are accessing this, we're praying that God will minister and speak to you through his word. You may be a Christian believer. You may be somebody that's searching and we're asking in these moments that the message will be incredibly relevant to you. Over these next few weeks, we're going to be talking about a word that is very much at the heart of the Christian faith. It's not exclusively used in Christian language, but predominantly so. It's that word, faith. And the verse that I'd like us to think about today, our launch pad, is found in the New Testament of the Bible, written by a man who found faith. And he said this, The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It does seem appropriate in the afterthoughts of bidding farewell from this earth of the late Queen Elizabeth II to think about faith. She rightly was described as a queen and a woman of faith. And the remarkable life that she lived and the impact her passing has had on so many millions drives down to a lifetime of faith living. I'm pleased to say it's not just for kings and queens and royalty and aristocracy, but the journey of faith is for everyone. Now, this subject is huge and there are numbers of layers to it which would be impossible to cover in a few moments. So, join with us over the next weeks and you'll see how the picture and journey of faith fills out. And in the moments we've got, we're going to be looking at the very starting point of faith, which we've entitled Saving Faith. Those words that I read were a confession of an early church leader called Paul. And this man was originally named Saul. Not only did his name change, but his life changed. At one point, he was going in wholly the wrong direction, causing a lot of problems for a lot of people. But one day, he had an encounter, a meeting, a confrontation with the risen Lord Jesus and his life changed forever. He realised that Jesus Christ, as he confessed, had loved him and given his life for him and he committed his life to God and was saved. And for him, everything changed, saving faith. Now, that word faith in the uh, original language of the Bible means a firm persuasion and conviction based upon hearing a firm persuasion and conviction based upon hearing we believe as Christians that the one of the descriptions of the the Bible the word of God is that it's a seed and as the seed gets scattered 
it finds a landing ground in our hearts that creates the fruit and the life of faith. This is why we believe in preaching and declaring and teaching from, yes, platforms of our literal campuses, but also in this day using technology and the means that we're able to communicate this message to people. It may be that people here, through a conversation they have with somebody in the office or in the college, it may be people here by reading something, but their ears are alerted to it. So it can come in numbers of ways, but it brings us to the place where the Bible says that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. A firm persuasion and conviction, not arrogance, not belligerence, but assurance that we have a personal relationship with God through all that the Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. There's another portion of the Bible uh, in a book called Ephesians that illustrates in a few verses what I've tried to say beautifully. If you get time, then read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Very briefly, it tells us there that we come from deadness, not literal deadness, but internally, from deadness caused by sin to destiny, from no purpose to God's purpose, from selfishness to usefulness. It ends up in verse 10 by saying that we are God's handiwork, that he has taken hold of and then he is using us for good works. Not getting to God by works, but because we've come to God, works begin to manifest themselves through us. And that word handiwork uh, or workmanship, driving down more accurately relates to the fact that we are God's masterpiece. He's shaping us and honing us. And what holds all of this together from the negative to the positive? Well, verse 8 tells us, by grace have you been saved through faith. And that gift that ability to believe in God is a gift from the Lord. By grace, something received that we didn't deserve, we have been saved through faith and everything shifts. In the last moments of this message, let me just give you four things with regarding saving faith. Number one, it's imperative. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Imagine going to your doctors and you've got a, a condition that you're very concerned about and the doctor examines you, he listens to what you've got to say and he understands that uh, there's something serious taking place in your body at this particular time and he prescribes a course of treatment. And as you're leaving the surgery, he says these words, it's imperative 
that you take this medicine in order for you to feel better. You'd be pretty foolish to disregard that and feel that somehow you're going to get better anyway. And the plea, the call to faith through the Bible's teachings is an imperative. We are pleading, calling, urging people to put their faith in Jesus and find a starting point. You see, physically, you may be very robust, but the Bible says that every one of us have a sin issue that needs forgiving. And actually, that is a disease of the heart that only the Lord can heal, an imperative. And then secondly, saving faith is internal. Again, in another book of the New Testament, it says, believe in your heart that God hath raised Jesus from the dead. In the Bible, there are over 1,000 references to the heart and almost all of them are not talking about this vital blood pumping organ that we have in our body that keeps us alive and active. When it's speaking of the heart, it's really speaking about the real you and the real me, our emotions, our will, our purpose in life. And when we come to saving faith, we bring the whole of who we are and put our trust in God. You see, sometimes you'll hear people say, oh, what's needed is a sea change. They're talking about shifts and changes in life. We're not talking about a sea change. We're talking about a heart change. And the, the internal decision then begins to express itself in the externals of our life, how we speak, how we live, how we respond, how we react. And this is a growing expression of our starting point of faith. And then faith is invaluable. In fact, it says in the Bible that your faith is more precious than gold. Now, if you were watching the events of earlier in the week, you will have seen the imperial state crown placed on the coffin of our late queen. And at the end, to signify the end of her rule and reign, it was removed. This crown uh, is incredibly expensive. It goes back to the 5th century. It weighs 2.3 pounds. It has 2,868 diamonds, 17 sapphires, 11 emeralds, 4 rubies and 269 pearls. I don't know what its worth is in pounds, but it will be considerable. And I understand that in a later life, because the weight of the crown was so heavy, uh, our queen wasn't able to wear it at the state opening of parliament, etc. When she became queen, those 70 years before, this was placed on her head. Why am I saying this? Your faith is more valuable than all the gold, all the jewels, all the fine stones of the earth. 
And when we give our life to God, he begins to nurture our faith, to help us grow, to help us keep our faith and to help us live in it. It's invaluable. And there's not a price that can be put on it. In fact, and indeed, the price has been paid by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And fourthly, saving faith is individual. Again, a verse in the New Testament of the Bible, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, that's a faith expression, is saved. I've had people come to me over the years and say, oh, Phil, I wish I had your faith. The answer is, you can. I'm nobody special. There was just a day in my life where I made the same confession as Paul. The life that I now wanted to live in the body, I wanted to live by faith in the Son of God realizing that he had given himself for me. As someone said, God has no grandchildren, only children that come to him and believe. And you can. As I close, some of you will be aware that the financial Interest rates have been very low in recent times. But imagine that you've got some money to invest and you go along to a bank and you find an account with a stellar return rate. You begin to tell your friends about it and they invest in the account and are glad to do so. And you still don't. In other words, you know about it, but you've not deposited into it. Faith is not religion. Knowing about God and knowing what he did for us. Faith is about relationship. Depositing our life in the bank of God and seeing a return that you wouldn't believe. Let your life be a life that you live in the body. By faith in the Son of God, there needs to be a starting point for all of us. I trust that you will come to your starting point of faith, see it grow, and be blessed for the rest of your life. Let me pray. Father, thank you for the seed of your word. And as people have heard it, we ask that every one of us would have that starting point of saving faith, knowing that you've forgiven us and that we'd live our lives for you all our days. Amen.